So I think the really important thing, Joe, is just to get the podcast done. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and that's the real meaning behind Christmas, is that the Lord Jesus came. Yes. That we might get the podcast done. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. And in fact, I don't think anything else can no, happen. No. In the world. No, no. We get not the getting podcast the podcast done. done has been a constant frustration for the nation. And I think what Indeed. our listeners really want overall at Christmas is not to be with their families, not to eat a lot, but to get podcasts done. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you, Prime Minister. Hey! Welcome, everybody, to episode 96. The big 100 is coming up, isn't it? It's... It's it looming, is. isn't it? Are we, do you think we ought to I think we should some do way? some sort of naked liturgical dance in celebration of it. <laughs> Preferably not on the beach at this time of year. But... Well, thank heavens it's an audio <laughs> exactly. uh, podcast. That's what I'd say. Yes, it is 96. That's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot of drivel we've put out into the Yes, internet. it is. We're responsible for, for much, much clutter. And when I think about how little I can actually remember of it. <laughs> See, the, the interesting thing, people come to me and they always assume as a writer, you remember every word that you've written. Oh, yeah, that, that must know. be a problem. And I can, I can barely remember. Um, you <laughs> Breakfast. Know, the, 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 yeah, there's a whole load of other things that are crowding in for my attention. <laughs> exactly. Especially when you write stuff with loads of dates in or Bible verses. I can never remember all that. Anyway, so anyway. No. Good, yeah. Well, 96. Uh, so uh, episode 96. How yeah. how are you, my good man? Actually, oh, I'm extra- oh, I should introduce. We haven't introduced ourselves. No, we I'm don't need to. Oh, people don't know who we are by now. Well, frankly... You know. But it's tradition, Joe. Oh yeah, we. Oh no, let's it's let's lit- break. It's with virtually tradition. liturgy. You see, this is it. This is it. You are the priest. You are the priest here, <laughs> wanting to keep things the way they always are. And I am in the prophetic. Yeah. Tr- no, it's time to change. Yes. Move with the times. Thank you, Ezekiel. My name's Nick Page. That's Joe Davis. Yeah. There's the traditional bit done. Great. Um. Yes, how are you? Good. <laughs> I'm still good. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, it's good. No. So my mother was 94. In fact, I was thinking I must get her to introduce a podcast sometime. We'll do That'd that. That'd be good. That'd yeah. be good. Um, so she was 94 on mm-hmm. uh, Saturday. And so um, we did the normal festivities. Uh, around her. We went to her home, uh, me and two mm-hmm. of my brothers. The other one in Mexico obviously didn't come, which is a bit shoddy. Mm, no commitment. Yeah, exactly. And uh, no, it was great. And she played the piano and she just, you know, like she does, she just, you know, sat at the piano and played a few carols. Everyone joined in. And yeah, that oh, was a, just a joyful little family moment. And Very good. and on Sunday, I'm on, I'm on the beach like I am, wandering mm. aimlessly. Mm. Suddenly see these clouds. Never seen anything like it. So I take a photo of them and, uh, you know, just put it up on Facebook because generally my sort of friends are interested in cloud pics and that sort of thing. And they're like other clouds. They're called mamantus clouds. As in mammary. Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, udders, basically. Udder mm. clouds, they're also known as. But yes, that's the root of the word. And so there's so much comedy to have here. Just don't go there. Anyway, so, I'm just wondering how the rain comes so out. I, I put it up on Facebook 
And this person says, do you mind, mind if I use this uh, ITV Meridian? And they put my picture up in the news. Oh. And, the, and the weather forecaster was very jealous because they'd never seen those clouds before. And and uh, I haven't seen these pictures because obviously I no I'll I'm put not, them on our Facebook page. no no I'm face. gonna I'm gonna put them on the Facebook page yeah uh, I will but uh, okay. so that was tremendously exciting I mean obviously not the first time my pictures of Worthing skies have been on the news I hasten to add both BBC and ITV but you know <laughs> no one's interested in that oh uh, your pictures no, of no, Worthing no. skies are the one of the highlights yes, of my life obviously. I can never get enough of your Worthing sunsets no of course not nor can anybody mm. thank uh, you. Yeah, so life's... Oh, oh, there's another thing. Should I shut up or should I go on? No, go on. Well, and the other great thing, Soul Place. And believe me, I'm not blowing my own trumpet when I say Soul Place is amazing because obviously I'm an idiot, as has been well established. Mm. But mm. but um, we had just we just had the best week <laughs> last week. One of those weeks. I mean, as is always the case with any group of people, there's, you know, joy and sadness and tragedy and, you know, all kinds of things in the air, tiredness, all that lot. But it was just one of those moments. We went to communion. And I've said this many times before. It surprises me when communion seems quite a religious activity and I don't never see myself as particularly religious nowadays, um, mm. that I love communion so much at, at mm. Soul Place. And there was just this moment. We we delved deep. We had basically Matrix reference. We'd all taken a red pill, and we were diving down to see how far the rabbit hole goes as regards the Christmas narrative, as regards of how much of this is literal, how much of this is just a picture. We're discussing, and we're all saying things we don't know what we believe now. Blah 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 blah. And we moved to communion, and it was just one of those moments. It was so sacred and special, and hilariously funny i mean just fits of giggles all around the table as we took communion it's lovely because sometimes there's tears and sometimes there's laughter and so, but just on this occasion there was just laugh, laughter at ourselves laughter at ourselves yes. and the ridiculous questions we were asking and yet it all came back to we're gathered here to remember that we're loved by God and we're mm. sent from this table to go and love the world. And and the table was, the mess on the table was chaotic because at this moment, <laughs> I actually put a post up about this. I did put it on our Facebook page. <laughs> at this moment, a few months back, where I accidentally put a coffee on a table at the front of the church, not realising that the table was the altar. I mean, it was at the side. It wasn't in the middle. It wasn't a particularly decorative church, but it was the altar. So the minister duly came over and chastised me and I had to take my coffee off the table because, you know, fancy thinking a table is to put coffee on. Um, wait, 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 and, wait. And so... Wait. Hold what? on, I just want to get into this a bit more. Hold on, you were, you were speaking at a church, were you? Well, uh, I, yes, Firstly, that's unusual. I was in a church, yeah. <laughs> and you put your coffee on the table at the front? On the table at the side, at the front. Oh, it wasn't so, even at the front. So it wasn't it was like, side it wasn't up some stairs and glaringly, <laughs> obviously, no, in the middle. presumably this was a sort of independent evangelical or It's that kind of thing. I don't want to name it because I don't want to no, embarrass, sure. the, you know, I don't want no, the story okay. to get back. No, no, sure. Um, but the point is, and I've done this many times before, I'm sure, in my past, you know, not realised how sacred the table is and, and turned up desecrating it, it turns out. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the point is... <laughs> <laughs> for all kinds of reasons that I don't oh, want to go into now. Yeah. Um, so being okay. told off, who who out there has never been told off for you know putting a coffee cup on in the wrong place? Of course, there's no one. Well, not on an altar. 
Oh, yeah, but I think what I like about the Church of England is where you've got an altar, it's very obvious it's the altar. Yes, yes, but even then, I'm not sure they'd, too, they'd be too anxious if I had a coffee cup. Yeah, and really. also, you you would have to sort of go out of your way to put a yes, coffee there. I was stand, yes. There were lots of people standing there drinking coffee. I mean, how... Anyway, I don't anyway. want to go into... The point <laughs> is this. Altars, sacredness... All yes. that. Our table looked like a bomb had hit it. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. just leftover chocolate wrappers and saucers because we'd had a meal there. There was coffee cups in various mm. there were water cups there. You know, there was just and the crumbs and the mess and everything. And we just about found room to put bread and wine on it. And then we just <laughs> we did we did communion around it. And I think time was a little bit tight, so we didn't even use the normal liturgy. We just we just passed it round, and it was both hilarious and sacred mm. and beautiful and ridiculous and all of those things. And I just thought, my goodness, I love these people. They're just so mm. real and lovely and precious. And yeah, it was just a great moment. Anyway, I feel that's all got lost in the rambling way we handled that. Well, I mean, there were a lot of questions going on in my head. I, I like, I mean, I like the idea, firstly, that laughter can be as sacred as silence or anything oh, like that, you know and i think it's difficult yeah. for us to experience that at time but at times but i do i do think that's a really good reminder yeah. uh, there's something very sacred about that thank you i also as you were telling the story of the altar i was just imagining the last supper you know and i was just imagining one of yeah. the disciples like putting their cup putting yeah. a cup of coffee down yeah. and jesus going no Why? not there that's the that's the special table exactly that's where the grail goes. Exactly. <laughs> and 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 when you remember, just remember, I only want priests doing this. Yes. Uh, you know, I don't want any of the riffraff being able to, <laughs> to break Do bread. Do this in what? remembrance of me, but not all of you. But make Obvious. sure you've got some play, paid clergy there yes. to oversee. And, uh, special furniture. <laughs> how obviously. did it come to that? I mean, how did it come to that? I mean, there's Jesus. Hmm. Saying, take this and remember me. We take it mm. and remember. But you know, I he I heard a story not long ago uh, about from a Baptist friend who uh, who was saying, well, you know, these people in this church were without a vicar, so they couldn't have communion. Yeah, and he wasn't allowed to do it because he wasn't holy enough mm. to do it. It had to be mm. somebody else. And what's the deal? well? I think it depends. I mean, I think in terms of how it came to the to that that kind of thing like the, the table and the dresses yeah. and the mm. all this yeah. stuff and the silver chalices and all this stuff is it is exactly like um it, what a bit what we're talking about is that it's, it's assumed that certain things have to be sacred if it, if something's yeah. sacred it has to have a certain form so it can't just be an ordinary you know, cup, that's not sacred enough. I, just as laughter can't really be sacred in that sense. You know, silence is sacred or, but, or uh, some kind of humming yeah. is sacred or this because it yeah. sounds more sacred. So so the whole thing looks more sacred if someone's wearing a dress and mm. holding up, you know, a, a silver chalice. And I think all these things have a place and there is something about... What, wearing a dress? Love. <laughs> I think that definitely has a place, uh, certainly in my house on a Friday night, uh, in the privacy of my own. <laughs> but it's no, free. you know, it's, it's very liberating. It's called a kilt. Um, perfectly acceptable. Uh, there's the tendency in which, you know, we can sort of uh, confuse form and function all the time like that. And we yeah. just... Just I know, I know and, and I don't mean to bitch, and I do, I do know there's some things. I just, I, I find it annoying to think that 
some groups, uh, you know, wouldn't would be exempt from enjoying what we oh, enjoy because oh, yeah, they, they yeah, they've got yeah. to get a you know professional. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the divine is wholly on board with that. Well, I th- I think it will change practically anyway because there aren't enough Anglican priests anyway. to go around. But there you go. Okay, one last thing. One last thing. Uh, I met with a dear listener today for lunch. Came over from Climping, like you do. That's a good name for a place, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Climping. Oh, that's not a place. That's an activity. <laughs> well, I would have thought yeah. so. I'd be going Climping today. <laughs> exactly. Well, he, he paused Climping and came over to Worthing and we had lunch and that was a marvellous experience, Who I have to this? say. Says more and more James, his name is. Oh, hello. He's just a dear listener. Yeah, hi, James. Hello, so James. there we go. So that's how I am. I'm quite buoyed by all these things going You're on. Very, how? That was, that I, was I a long thing. That was, I, lots I of interesting bits in it. No, no, I found it, I found it surprisingly interesting. <laughs> anyway, let's cut the chase out of you. <laughs> uh, how am I? Three hours uh, into the podcast. I've, I've got not enough time to do everything that I've got to do. Um, yeah. That's a bit of a problem. Um, I'm slightly... Uh, brain dead because I did my accounts at the weekend. Oh no! I just hate doing those, oh, exactly. and I can never understand myself because, you know, I always every year I, sh- I say like next year I'm going to be more organised. Next yeah. year I'm not going to do that thing which I do, which is stuff all the receipts in the oh, drawer and leave them. No, don't do it. No, <laughs> but I always do it, and I've done it now for 25 years, and it, I don't think it's going to change. Well, don't and I, I, beat yourself up because you're, you know, an idiot. No, no, I don't. I mean, you know, I have to bear the consequences of it, really. But it's so interesting, isn't it? What always stops us from being sort of better at tasks that we hate? I don't really. I, I've read rather than do the tasks, I've read lots of theory about why we don't do tasks. <laughs> yeah, I, no. Well, that's I've read lots of books on losing weight. Funnily enough, I just. <laughs> I just forget to get round to so, it. So, I mean, you know, one of the things we do in spiritual formation is don't do spiritual formation. Read lots of books about it. Yeah, you know? exactly. So whatever you do, actually fast. No, don't pray. Just read yeah. books on prayer. Yeah, and, then exactly. pra- and then have a bit of a prayer meeting about whether you should do more praying. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, pray so for I the did prayer that, meeting. Uh, and then I was going to go to Otmore. We've got an RSPB reserve near us. And yes. watch Starlings Murmurate. But oh, I didn't yes. because, it, because it rained. Oh, well, that's the end of that. Yeah, I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm all for nature if, as long as I don't get wet. Yeah, you're a bit so, of a fair weather. Um, and then what else happened? I had a really good wine. We had the two-day wine tasting oh, at the local no. wine shop. You tasted wine for two days? No, not technically. It's on It's on for two days. And oh, what I've learned, and I've and I've learned this from... This is habit Bitter changing, experience. I've learned this from bitter experiences. Don't try and do it all on one evening. <laughs> So, You're 50, so wise. Wines, 50 <laughs> wines plus spirits not good hmm. so we go one night and taste the whites and then we go the next night and taste the whites and it was very good that's and very a lot of money. it was very epic but, um, and, and here's the thing in church on Sunday there was a really brilliant talk there's a guy there who runs a uh, reconciliation ministry between um, Israelis and Palestinians oh wow uh, and he, he, he does this uh amazing thing and he takes them out into the desert what he does is mm. he worked out initially when he tried it he said you know he, he initially tried to get a group of uh, young uh, young jews and young palestinians together this is in, in jerusalem mm. and and sort of and, and he said it went very very badly and mm. he thought oh oh this is because they're very young and they're immature mm. 
not mature Christians. So then he got a group of uh, pastors together from, uh, you know, from both mm. sides, and uh, that went even worse. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> they hated. They each were other more immature. Yeah. And then what he did was he took them out. He took he got groups together and took them out into the desert. He realised that the place was too oppressive, and that they had to go out mm. into the desert. And um, and I found it really interesting and inspiring because mm. he said in the in the in the if you go out into the desert, into the wilderness, if you like. Um, the, all the distractions and the balance of power disappear. Yes. Interesting. And, yeah. and he said this, he said, stripped from all our titles, I wrote it, just took notes, you see, stripped Ooh. from all our titles and power and glory, uh, then who we really are comes to be. And I thought that was really interesting yeah. and profound and exactly the kind of thing that we're often talking about in terms of silence, yeah. solitude, yeah. putting things down, and as we think about winter and it starts to really kick in over the next couple of months here i mean i know in other parts of the world what what we have as winter mm. doesn't really count no. <laughs> for many of our other listeners you know, yeah exactly. it's kind of like a mild the cold. gang in australia yeah. yeah you know no no i mean i'm talking about yeah. guys in america where you know yeah. Got 84 yeah. foot of snow yes. or something sure, look sure. at us yeah. struggling yeah. I but, I do, <laughs> but i do like that about winter it kind of does sort of pair things back it sort of yeah. um strips it back how what that reveals and what, that what does that mean to you? I mean, give us an example of that. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm stripping yeah. back. Are you thinking you're talking about trees or in terms of what you see around you? Yeah, so, so looking around, what I love is suddenly you see the structure of everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, all the leaves yeah. fall off. And it's yeah. not that the tree has died. The tree is still alive. Yeah. It's still got life. It's still got years to go. But suddenly you see, um, you know, what it, what its shape is. Mm. You see how it works, and you you see that structure, and I do think that's really that I kind of, you know, think about that in terms of spiritual practices that, mm. like things like fasting, things like putting things aside. Um, mm. You know, I'd hesitate to say this, taking things off. I don't mean mm. what the kind yeah. of thing you do on Worthing Beach. No. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know, putting things down, laying things down, or you know, uh, and it sort of strips us back to yeah. kind of what is the underlying structure. Um, you know all the stuff I've been reading about Advent in order to appear learned yes. during the last couple of shows? Yes. Well, it's very, I've really enjoyed it, actually. And one of the things I read was about a thing called Ember Days. Ember. Um, As in embers and fires and things. No, not really. But I, I, but that that's how I think of it. Yeah. You know, it's not really like that. It's actually from another, I can't remember, some weird Latin root. But... But um, there's four of them, four four sets of ember days according to the seasons. And they, what they are, three fast days. Um, okay. And you have them four times a year in different seasons. And these ones come um, in in Advent. They come between the third and... Well, the people do them at different times, between the third and fourth Sunday or just before the third Sunday of mm. Advent. And traditionally, it's sort of Wednesday, Friday and Saturday that you fast. Um but what I liked about it was the name, actually. I just liked the idea of embers. I liked the idea of that mm. going back to to the glowing coals and the yeah. idea that maybe this is one way for things to spring back into life, you know. that um, Yes. And I don't know. I think that's what fasting does, actually. That's why maybe fasting is a good thing for us to be concentrating on thinking about yeah. in Advent. Because it, it ties yeah. in with winter and stripping things back and working out what's really important. What are the real deep structures in our lives? What... What are the things that that both support me and and maybe keep me confined? You know, identifying what what that framework is, I think, is really important. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So, so practically, does that does that mean taking on fasting more? 
for a few days. I, f- I fear it does. Uh, I yeah. just is it is one of my least favourite practices. The thing is, also when I do it, um, I feel quite smug afterwards. That yeah, I've done it. and that's the vain glory, isn't it? That's 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 the that's the sort of sin that comes. I mean, yeah. in traditional writings, spiritual writings from practicing spiritual disciplines is that you you get pride you get smugness yeah. attached to the fact you've done it and i definitely feel that when i fasted because i think yeah now i'm really yeah, you're sort of endlessly really caught spiritual. in a loop aren't you if you yeah, go down that exactly yeah. that's the, uh, so sooner or later you have to just sort of shrug your shoulders and say i can't help any of this i'm still gonna do it um yeah i do i find it i find it difficult especially i mean i mean advent fast must be you know because everybody's flinging chocolate at you aren't they <laughs> yeah i know it's not a you good time you cannot go into work without people giving you boxes of chocolates mm. or chocolate biscuits or anything ah well you see i don't go into work anymore and strangely enough people don't come to funerals with chocolates no with a things. box of roses for <laughs> yeah. you <laughs> Well, there you are. You're safe from it, so it should be easier yeah. for you. But I don't know. I th- so I've been thinking a lot about that, about the underlying structure, about what controls us and how we uh, um, deal with it. And it was in- quite interesting because I was thinking about that way before I heard this this sermon. And it- do you often get that? You know, or maybe it's just yeah. we notice coincidences a bit more. But you yeah. know, you you're thinking about a certain topic, and then lots of things happen that sort yes. of feed into no, that. No, exactly. Yeah, that's, it seems to come in from every angle. Well, it's yeah. interesting, because uh, similarly, I, I've been following the Brian Draper um, uh, Advent uh, readings. He, he's a lovely guy. And we must get him on the podcast sometime, mustn't we? Yes. Well, we must, but that again sounds like a, an activity. I, well, I Brian, am a yeah, Brian, I'm Brian draping. draping. What's your job? I'm a, I'm a Brian Draper. I I find a Brian and I I, I drape, drape him. him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we I'll, must get him on the podcast. I'll tell him he's that ve- when I see him. He's yeah. very very good. He is. Sorry. <laughs> no, thank you for that. Anyway, there was this one that really struck me this week, and it and it was called "Nothing Needs to Happen." Because God is happening. And so he, he just described his experience of, you know, needing some time out. A lot had been going on and he'd lost, you know, back to our theme of death. He'd lost someone who was a friend. And, you know, so he he took time out to go and meet with God, you know, for that big moment with God. And he describes breathing in the cold air and sitting down and finding a bench. And then and then, and then he realises, and I thought this is really good, it's really honest. He says, in fact, I realised possibly for the first time that it's an imperative. Nothing needs to happen because usually mm. we're so busy with something that we struggle to bear true witness to what simply is with the moment. And he says, we know the words of the psalmist all too well, but it's another thing settling into the reality. Be still and know that I'm God. And then he quotes Henri Nguyen, my deepest vocation is to be a witness to the glimpses of God I have been allowed to catch. Oh, and he that's says, great. It's lovely, isn't it? Shall I say it again? My deepest mm. vocation is to be a witness to the glimpses of God I have been allowed to catch. And that means watching and waiting and wondering with the most careful, loving attention. Mm. And, and this phrase, nothing needs to happen for God is happening. And I think that's... That resonated with me because so often I think I'm going to take time out. I'm going to set aside this time for God. Yeah. Like every other time isn't set aside for God. Yeah. You know, but now yeah. this is this is my set aside for God time. I'm going to have a profound spiritual experience. And I think, uh, although he says it wasn't an excuse for an anticlimax, I think perhaps 
perhaps we all need to go through that. When you do that, first of all, nothing's going to happen. You know, there's not going to be a thunderbolt of lightning or momentous clouds or whatever it is, you know. (laughs) But but that does not mean for one second God isn't happening because God is always happening in the present moment. We're just turning our attention. And I know this is like absolute basic 101 stuff, but it's great to be reminded of it again and again uh, that actually sometimes we need to sit and be still and let nothing happen mm. almost mm. to be bored mm. to, to just stop and allow and be and then somehow within that there is great connection so like you thinking about stripping things back I think it's very it's a similar thing Mm. in some ways it's it's a basic like you know today i think about the lead up to this podcast today and it just so happens that i mean being quite quiet and everything like this has been the busiest day i've had for probably a fortnight and so you're racing around and yeah i've, I've been mindful of those words mm. like and as i've been mm. driving in in the rain stuck in traffic mad mm. amounts of traffic i've heard these words going around my head as i've felt the anxiety levels going up just hang on be still mm. you are still because you can't move because there's traffic everywhere mm. why does why does this traffic have to be your personal enemy which is how i treat it instinctively why can't i just breathe and mm. see this as a gift i mean that's another mm. way of viewing it i can change my whole reaction to the situation i can't change the traffic no but i can i'm i'm totally in control of my reaction to it and i just felt well you know that's the divine reminding me of that i think that's great and i think it ties again takes me back to what you were talking about at the beginning you know the laughter because the other thing is you can't manufacture the sacred moments really you can't do that you're not going to be able to do it anyway even if you have got you know all the all the sacred paraphernalia it doesn't always happen and sometimes when you haven't got any of the sacred paraphernalia it just springs on you well, and ain't that the truth? Because I, I often felt the pressure when I was a minister at church. And, you know, if you were the one leading the worship, mm. you had to at least look like you were having a sacred moment, even if you weren't. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I never yes. did. I mean, no. I, I'm sure it was a massive disappointment because I just couldn't put my hands in the air if I didn't feel like it, <laughs> which was most of the time. Mm. Uh, but there were times, I, I remember them distinctly, in singing. Well, I genuinely was lost in wonder, awe, and praise. Yeah, but they were rare. They yeah. they weren't. That was not every Sunday. That was maybe yeah. once or twice a year. Yeah, when I really got it, and I just you know it was very authentic, and I would have had no hesitation whatsoever to throw no. my arms or indeed legs in the air. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> you. We haven't lifted up holy legs for quite we some haven't time, have we? for too long. <laughs> yeah, we, sh- we should. Yeah, I think that oh, that's, there's a lot to think about there. And I think the, if we could just embrace the idea that nothing might happen and be comfortable with it, then we wouldn't try and manufacture things so much. You know, I think um, I go and speak at a lot of places and speak in a lot of conferences and all this kind of stuff, and there's always a worship band and all this mm. kind of stuff. And no matter what you tell the worship band, no matter how often you say to them, look, for example, I'm going to be talking about quiet here, so perhaps we could just have a quiet uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> song after this. I mean, the yeah. idea you can't obviously you can't say to them, let's not have a song because that's no. that's like putting coffee on the altar. You can't do it. <laughs> yeah, okay? so no, you've got to have a clearly. Song. And so you say to them, let's have a quiet thing, and they go, yeah, right. And it always does the same thing. It starts quietly, 
And then it gets to a crescendo. <laughs> it gets noisy. <laughs> because because it's not a sacred moment unless there's a crescendo. It's not a sacred moment unless there's a massive udder-shaped cloud of joy and glory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, that's not to knock udder-shaped clouds. <laughs> not at all. But, you know, you can't manufacture them. You cannot and you shouldn't try to. And sometimes yeah. they happen. And it's such a temptation to try and chase them. So maybe yeah. the challenge for me is just to sit and yeah. um, put aside the busyness and let nothing happen. Exactly. And also to say to people, this is a stupidly busy time of year for most people, certainly yeah. anyone with kids, you know, small kids or anything. So you can't avoid that mad busyness. But try and remember in that busyness that God is still happening. Mm. This isn't it's not that God's disappeared just because you're rushing to get the kids to school or an after mm. school activity or service or something. And equally... If you can snatch five minutes at some time, it would probably do your soul real good mm. to deal in, in dealing with the busyness. Very good. So we encourage you, dear people, at this time. I'm sorry we don't have time to talk about Christmas. <laughs> oh, we've we haven't we've hardly touched on the subject. We've barely touched on it. This for this last few weeks. Listen, we should wrap it up because Yeah. Uh nothing has happened. Nothing nothing needs to happen and indeed nothing has happened during this podcast exactly. and uh, that's but, good so, but we did get uh, podcast done we did get it and done the most that important one off, thing. and now i'm going to go and sit meditatively and quietly uh possibly with a glass or something how wonderful enjoy mm-hmm. and we'll you. see you next week yeah <laughs> see you soon oh, we're still going no, you say goodbye first. No, no, you put. No, <laughs> no you, you put do it. No, you put the phone down. No, you you no, close you the mic do, off. No, no, go on, you do it. All right, I'm going. <laughs> no, I'm going. Love you, Nick. Love you. No, missing you already. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Have you gone? <laughs>